Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, are now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today, save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. If you love what you do and you love where you do it, don't let anything stop you from being successful there. Put in the hours, put in the time, put in the work, put in the effort. At 21, Justin Misimar had just graduated college and was taking a year off from his education, doing odd jobs to earn money for law school. Or so he thought. On this edition of On the Job, brought to you by Express Employment Professionals, we'll learn how Justin Misimor worked himself into an opportunity he never could have imagined. If you want to find your next job, or if you're a company hoping to grow your workforce, Express Employment Professionals is for you. Find more information at expresspros.com. Now, independent producer Philip Greitzer tells us the story of Justin Misimore's unexpected journey. In an industrial park on the south side of Hickory, North Carolina, is the headquarters of Grasha, USA. Hi, how are you? How was your drive up? That's Justin Misimore. He's wearing jeans, a North Face shirt, and has a tattoo on his right forearm. He looks more like a college student than the CEO and co-owner of this mid-sized manufacturing company. Gratia is one of the few companies in the world that makes steel saw blade blanks that are used in the lumber, aircraft, and oil and gas industries. A saw blade blank is the circular steel part of a saw blade. Manufacturing blanks is an intricate process. It involves high-tech lasers and a good deal of manual labor. Uh, we have three lasers that are constantly running, um, either the sheet or the round. The factory floor is about half the size of a football field. And considering that lots of cutting, heating, and hammering is going on, it's incredibly neat. 
Employees go about their business driving forklift trucks, loading steel blanks on pallets, operating cutting machines, and hammering the steel blanks. Since the blanks are used for precision cutting, they have to be perfectly flat. Using just a straight edge and a light, a man inspects the blanks. If he finds any irregularities, he puts the blank on an anvil and hammers it out by hand, just like an old-fashioned blacksmith. The first time he saw this, Misimore was impressed. I was like, really? It takes that much to make one of these things that I see on a shelf? It really blew my mind, and everyone has that same response whenever we bring them here for the first time. You would never imagine how much work that it takes to, to make something so simple as a saw blade. Back in 2008, when Misimore graduated from Appalachian State University with a degree in business accounting, accounting jobs were hard to find. So he returned home to Taylorsville, North Carolina, moved in with his parents, and took several part-time jobs. He was 21, and he was saving money to go to law school. The goal was to save money, so renting an apartment was out of the question. Moving somewhere on my own was not even an option. So um, I worked with some friends that my parents knew. I painted some high schools. A friend of mine talked me into to selling insurance and annuities and things like that. So I, I did a lot of little things. A family friend suggested that the Hickory, North Carolina Office of Express Employment Professionals might help him find work. He completed an application, and a few days later, he was sent to Grasha for an interview. Grasha was looking for someone with his background. The next day, the company called. He got the job. Misimore started the following Monday as an assistant to the accounting manager. The company's general manager, Klaus Jensen, really wanted to hire a financial officer. But getting an experienced one would be expensive, and right now money was tight. So an accounting assistant would have to do. I thought, okay, let me see if I can get an assistant in first and and see how he does and see if he has any potential. If not, he would, if I had to go out and hire an experienced accountant, at least I would have somebody who already knew something. So I called Express uh, that we had worked with for people out in the plant and told them what I needed, and they sent out, I believe, five or six candidates, and one of them was Justin. Jensen planned for his new employee to handle basic accounting tasks, but the accounting manager had other things in mind. He had stacks of paper on his desk that were at least six inches to, to one foot tall, uh, and he knew where everything was. They really wanted someone to just come by and help organize his office. I started out doing that, um, knocked that out in a relatively quickly manner. Um, so once that was finished, they, um, they asked me to start updating some customer databases. I'm just calling customers, finding out, you know, who's in charge of ARAP, you know, what, do you have new phone numbers, new email addresses, and things like that. AR and AP are accounts receivable and accounts payable, monies owed to and owed by the company. Although these tasks weren't preparing Misimore to be a lawyer, for now, he didn't mind. Yeah, I was a college kid who was taking a gap year. I didn't intend for this to be a career path for me. It was, it was just a paycheck. It really was. So anything they asked me to do, as long as the, the paycheck cashed at the end of the week, I was fine with it. In my mind, my career hadn't started yet, but in reality, it was my career starting. Perhaps Jensen realized this too. 
because he asked Misimor to look a little more closely at the customer accounts. I was noticing that, you know, they had a lot of customers who were paying within, always paying, you know, 30 days, 30 days, 30 days. And, um, you know, I was like, I wonder if these guys would be enticed to um, pay earlier if you would offer them a discount, you know, get that money a little bit earlier. And the guys who are constantly paying in, say, like 45 to 60 days, I wonder if they would be willing to pay in 30 days if you started charging them a finance charge. And then the customers who are, like, really far past due, are you, is anyone calling these people on a regular basis, finding out, hey, where's where's our money? Why are you, why are you not paying? So there was a, a lot of small things that I noticed whenever I was going through those things that were you know easily addressed. Justin had no practical experience working with accounts receivable. I'm, you know, I'm straight out of college, so all I really know is, is the theory behind accounting. I've never really seen any real-world practice behind any of it, but, you know, in college you learn theories, and theories are supposed to work in real-world practice. Do I know if they're going to work or not? Absolutely not, but why do I have to lose by bringing them up or suggesting them? But he summoned up the courage and presented his ideas to the company executives. I really had nothing to lose by mentioning this to anybody. If they fire me, they fire me. I, I just go back to doing what I was doing before I got here. They implemented Misi Moore's plan, and it worked. The company's cash flow improved. Soon, Justin was taking on other tasks. I, I just took over stuff. It was funny. I took over a lot of the IT stuff. I mean, they had a, um, a person not working here, but they had an outside consultant. They were paying him somewhere in the neighborhood of $80,000 a year to, to manage their, um, their IT stuff. And they would call him in. It's like, don't call him. I'll do it. So I would go in there, reboot the server, and save them from having to call this guy in. I looked around. There was a company here in Hickory, contacted them, and they would manage our day-to-day IT services for 800 bucks a month. Instead of the security monitoring service calling company managers when the alarm went off, Justin told them he'd take the calls. There, there really wasn't anything I, I wouldn't do, and it's not even things that... I was being asked to do. I just did them. I mean, that's just the way that I've always been. If there was something that needed to be done, I would just take the initiative to do, to do it. Justin was also doing things way outside his job description. When it would snow, I would make sure that I would I could I would come here and open the plant and open the office for everybody. Well, I've got a four-wheel drive vehicle. I've lived in Boone. Driving in the snow is nothing for me. I'll, I'll just come in and do it. About the only thing Justin didn't do was sweep the floors. In the fall of 2008, as his 90-day temporary employment contract was expiring, Misimore was offered a permanent job. But he still wasn't sure that working at Gracia was going to be part of his career plan. At that point in time, I still didn't know where this was going to take me. The goal was still to start saving money. I mean, I didn't know. Maybe the gap year turned into two years. So still having my eye on the law school endgame, stay at home and save as much money as possible. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Philip Greitzer will bring Justin Misimore's story up to date. You're listening to On the Job from Express Employment Professionals. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to Express Employment Professionals. Seeking a skilled labor position? 
or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Go to expresspros.com to find a location near you. Now back to the story of the accounting assistant who thought he was taking time off from his career path, but found an unexpected way forward instead. As Justin Meesemore took on more accounting and administrative duties, Klaus Jensen, the company manager, took note. He was extremely organized. He was time efficient. We always thought we needed at least a person and a half. He found ways to, to do it with just him. Soon, Justin had an office all to himself. The two other people in the shared office had been let go. Justin took over their duties. In 2010, Klaus Jensen and a partner purchased Grasha. The company was not in good financial shape, and I had to trim some personnel. And Justin, by then, had shown me enough that uh, I kind of took the chance and said, OK, let's try to do it with Justin on his own. Two years after he started working at Grasha, Misimor was head of the company's accounting unit. They basically told me that they wanted me to um, to be in charge of the company's finances on a much larger scale. I was like, okay, that, that's great. But they told me something that um, started concerning me, that they, um, they knew a guy that they wanted to, um, to bring in on a um, more of a consulting basis. So, I mean, at that first point, you know, I thought I was being promoted all the way to the top, but I thought I was still being kept underneath somebody. The consultant came in two to three days a week, then just every few weeks. And after a few months, the consultant told manager Jensen the company didn't really need his services at all. Misimor could do the job on his own. With the consultant no longer looking over his shoulder, Justin decided that working for Gracia would be his career. He started working even harder, 11-hour days, six-day work weeks, and no vacations. I was the first person here, last person to leave. Um, when it snowed, when nobody else was in the office, I, I was answering the phone. I, I mean, I would work, do my accounting stuff in the front office. I would take orders. I messed up a lot of orders because I didn't know how to take orders at the time. I'm not a sales guy, but I mean, somebody needed to be here to take the orders. He'd show management that he really cared. He set his sights to be the company's next CFO, chief financial officer. He was 25 years old. Going that extra mile, doing whatever it takes, long hours, hard work. You know, it, it's a balance of hard work and intelligence, but I think that if you have to weigh the two, hard work's going to outweigh intelligence every time. As Justin was gunning for the CFO job, Grasha's owner, Klaus Jensen, had plans of his own. He wanted to retire, and he wanted to leave the company in good hands. He set up an exit plan. First, he hired a former colleague, Richard Comer, to be Grasha's sales manager. Comer would handle the company's external operations, while Misimore would manage finances. The two got along great. They were yin and yang. Comer was the idea man, and Justin was the numbers guy. To Jensen, they looked like perfect candidates to take over the company. Jensen began easing himself out of day-to-day -day management, leaving Misimore and Comer in charge. In three years, they were ready to buy the company, but they didn't have any money. I had student debt. Um, I just bought a house, so I was, you know, I was in debt. I mean, I had a good income, but being that young, I really hadn't had much time to, to save. 
a bank saw the company as an attractive investment and offered financing to the two to allow them to buy Grasha. Moore was 28. Comer was 40. In 2016, Moore and Comer purchased Grasha. They were 50-50 partners. Eight years after he started as a temporary employee, Justin Moore was now the chief executive officer and co-owner of Grasha USA. When you visit Grasha's factory, the first thing that catches your eye is a huge banner that says, everything is important. There's no detail too small. And it's that attention to detail, mixed with intelligence, ambition, and lots of hard work, that got Moore to the top. They saw this young, hotshot accountant who'd been working with the company, was doing a great job managing the company's finances, was doing things above and beyond what a typical accountant should be doing. Klaus Jensen says Justin deserved the top job. There's always a little bit of luck involved for all of us where we end up. Obviously, he was lucky that I called Express and needed an accountant, and uh, and he got the job. But from then on, he can take credit for maximizing the, the situation and showing that he was ready and having the ambition and the guts to go for it. At the end of the day, you have to earn it, and he has earned it. Justin Misimore has been CEO for two years. He's ditched his plans to become a lawyer. Still, when he's watching a good lawyer movie, he has daydreams of what it might have been. I, I feel like, you know, I just sit there and I'm like, I'd have been great at that. I, I do feel great. I feel like I've been great at that. And that's the extent of my regret. But sitting where I am now, owning you know, my own company, a living, breathing organism, the freedom that comes along with that, I couldn't be happier. That was independent producer Philip Greitzer with the story of Justin Misimore's rise from temporary worker to CEO. And that's all for this edition of On the Job from Express Employment Professionals. Find out more at expresspros.com, and you can listen to every podcast this season on expresspros.com slash podcast. This podcast is produced by your host, Steve Mencher, for Mench Media, iHeartRadio, and Red Seat Ventures. You can subscribe on iHeartRadio and iTunes, where we hope you'll leave a nice review. That helps other folks find us. And, of course, you can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on The Job. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael 
To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.